Before we get started on our Sex and the City podcast, um, we just want to do a little disclaimer. We are just two sisters that love chatting about this stuff. So there's no production team. It's just us. We're in the middle of COVID. So we are on Skype. So we do apologise for any sound issues that we have. We are totally doing our best and still hope you really, really enjoy it. And remember, like, the first episodes of Sex and the City... I love them, but they're a bit iffy. So just bear with us. This is our first ever podcast, but we do hope that you love it as much as we enjoyed doing it. Yay. Hi, I'm Mimi. And I'm Claire. And this is Sex and the Sips Tea. We're two British sisters who love discussing and debating as if Sex and the City was real life. We want to talk the sex, the fashion, the boys, the girls, the dating. We want to talk everything. There's lots we agree on. We hate burger. He broke up when I want to post it. And lots we don't. I love Aiden. Love Aiden. He's like meh. So thank you so much for being here while we chat, giggle, and possibly even argue our way through dissecting sex and the city. Yay. Hi Claire. Hello. How's it How going? I'm good. I'm good. It's very windy here. So if you hear whistling in the background, it's not my husband. It's just the wind. <laughs> I wanted to quickly say thank you to Jade, Jazz, Neve, um, and Amy for being obsessed with this podcast as much as we are. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Yay. Probably people actually are listening because this is just fun chats. So it's actually quite funny that people actually listen. <laughs> they seem to be liking it. I'm like checking our um, thing a thousand times a day to see how many listens we've had. <laughs> Not obsessive at all. Um, well, because <laughs> uh, I, I thought it would literally just be us and maybe jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, but we did say, didn't we? Like when they say picture your one listener, and we would just picture Jazz. Yeah, <laughs> we're the only listener. I think in the last one, it did actually cut out the bit where at the end you said, "Okay, thanks for listening, Jazz." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, on the very first episode, you said that our estimated audience is twenty-one listeners. Hi, <laughs> all twenty-one of you. We love you all. Imagine that. That's like a classroom. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it up anyway, AA. Yeah, got to get it up. Right, so this episode. Episode three, Bay of Married Pigs. Bay of Married Pigs. Okay, I'm going to take it away. Take it away. So our episode starts with Carrie at a weekend away in the Hamptons with a boring-ass couple, Patience, and I want to say David? Peter. Peter, well now I have to change that in every way. I'm just going to call him David if I no, don't remember. No, it's funny. The joke is that his name's Peter. Why is that funny? And he showed them his Peter. It's it's like a it's like a Richard a Dick thing. Like uh, Peter, sometimes known as Dick, like is a like euphemism for penis. Okay. <laughs> so Peter. <laughs> so Peter. Carrie is being grilled on her single life, and for some reason the couple is. So interested, which is odd because we all know Carrie's sex life is lame as fuck. The next morning, Carrie wanders into the hall where a wild sexual predator appears. David, which I haven't changed here, Peter is ha- <laughs> Peter is hanging out literally in the hall in a shirt with his willy just dangling there in the breeze. In the breeze, 
<laughs> while he has coffee, isn't he? Isn't while he, he has like coffee. dangling his penis, drinking coffee. Carrie tells patients and laughs it off, as us women are taught to do, almost sexually assaulted, like mm-hmm. the good girls we are. And mm-hmm. patients kicks her out. Carrie unpacks the assault with the best women ever over huge ass salads, which, although looked very boring, I kind of really wanted to eat. Um, single women are the enemy, they all agree. Peter has a big peppermill dick, concludes Samantha. Next up, a rando gay couple offered to buy Carrie's eggs and Stanford wears a cool hat. Miranda's friends set her up with a woman, Sid, even though she's not gay yet, but she does get invited to an important dinner party with her boss because he thinks she's in a couple with Sid. Instead of correcting her boss, she makes a decision for Sid to join her. At a lunch date, Carrie is also set up with a marrying guy, the horror. They go on a few dates the to horror. the cinema. <laughs> they go on a few dates to the cinema and he asks her to come to his housewarming party. Alrighty, sounds fun. It's not. It's a shit it's party. It's not fun. It is not fun. <laughs> it's a shit party and they're all couples. <laughs> this pisses Samantha off because there's no single guys to fuck. But to be honest, she said she's already fucked him anyway. The marrying guy Carrie's trying on shows a creepy baby mobile which has angel baby heads on, which horrified me. But kudos to Carrie for sticking around. I would be out of there. Sam overcompensates her boredom and gets wanked on tequila. Charlotte takes her home, where Sam sleeps with Charlotte's storeman Tommy, who is a cutie boy from Ireland. Meanwhile, Miranda is at her boss's party. She comes clean and explains she's not gay. She just wanted to brag about her work at the firm. She kisses Sid and concludes she's not gay. I've kissed my nan, though, with more passion. Miranda should give old Siddles a chance. Back at, the cu- back at the couple party, Carrie tells the marriage guy that the baby mobile was fucking revolting and defo nonce behaviour. Not really, but she did tell him that he wasn't for her. The girls then go to the movies. The end. Yeah, that's literally it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really love this episode, but it just it wasn't very fun to summarise. No, well, I actually thought, like, I actually really enjoyed watching that episode, but there's nothing massively, when I tried to think about what's the standout things of this episode, it was a bit like, hmm, nothing really. <laughs> but it was still thoroughly enjoyable, so yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Let's just go for anyone. Episode. Um, I think we should maybe just start with the first clip, to be honest. Yes, it's got to be done. Okay. Morning. Patients went out to get juice and muffins. Should be right back. There he was. Full frontal friend. Good. He just stood there, casual, happy, hanging out. I didn't know what to do, what to say. Great. I only knew one thing. That's way too much Peter before coffee. Good morning. Hey. Got some fresh juice. And the good muffins. So, what's happening? Oh, well, um, I ran into Peter in the hallway without his underwear on. P.S. Congratulations. Sunny day. Honey, did Carrie see your dick in the hall? Oh, yeah, she caught me on the way to the bathroom. Oh, on the way to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, the good muffins. Oh, I love it so much, that way too much Peter before coffee. That's why he's literally called Peter. (laughs) 
because like could you imagine the writers literally pissing themselves he was probably called david originally and then like they were literally just pissing themselves like oh my god oh my god oh my god let's call him fucking peter (laughs) it's like like, like, peter's got his peter out (laughs) i've not heard of that i've heard like johnston uh like oh there's a lot of names like dick yeah john thomas john thomas but that's what um, Trey calls it, isn't it? Yeah, I've oh, never yeah, seen my John Thomas so big. Yeah, also D.H. Lawrence um, says, um, because it's John Thomas. Who's so it's a thing. Um, like Lady Chatterley's lover. Oh, yeah, my favourite. Yeah, your favourite. Um, but he calls it John Thomas, so it's a thing, like beyond Trey. Well, I didn't know that was the name, so it's probably much more funnier now that I know. But <laughs> well, now when you <laughs> that's so weird though like imagine yeah. that you're at your friends and you just walk out in the morning like la, 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 la. you're already in someone else's house so it's uncomfortable yes and then someone like the man is just standing there like oh my wife's gone out for breakfast it is just me and you in the house mm. and he's just there with his knob out staring oh, staring at your door staring at your door Exactly. That's what I thought was odd. Because, like, in some ways, I think, like, it's one of those things, again, like, I suppose what women are taught to do, like, oh, no, you're probably just misinterpreting it. No, misinterpreting it, you know? Like, could he have meant, like, and his excuse to um, patients is like, oh, I was just going to the toilet. But he was literally stood there. Yeah. Like, he, it's not like he was in motion. <laughs> like, he was en route to the loo. And plus, they're in Hampton's house. Wouldn't they have an ensuite suite anyway? But whatever. Like, um, you know, it's not like he was, like, just moving. And it was like, oh, like, you would naturally kind of go, oh, my God. Like, yeah. and then would... but he was literally standing there. That's what makes me worried. Like, was he, like, going to, like, edge his way in? Like, was he contemplating even walking in? Like, what was he doing just standing there? Well, this is a, this is what I was going to ask you, because I, I feel it could be three possibilities. One, it's a genuine mistake. No. Yeah, which is, like, like, and plus, you know someone's in your house. You put trousers on. That's, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have, it's not even like he was wearing a robe. Yeah, and he that she was just loose. wore it like yeah, and you could like not necessarily know that your robe was loose, and then look down and be like, "Oh my god, my dick!" Um, <laughs> so it's not like you know. So I think that's the first possibility. I think the second possibility is if he is he just an exhibitionist? Doesn't Sam put it like she says? Um, yeah, doesn't Sam? Um, you say when Carrie says like when she's discussing it with the girls afterwards, Carrie says, "I don't." Um, I don't know. It didn't feel sexual. And Sam just said, maybe you just wanted to show it off like a monkey. <laughs> like that. Maybe it's like that. Maybe he's just a bit of an exhibitionist. Or no, D, was it sort of like, I want to like show you and maybe arouse you so that you would then sleep with me. And I think the a- a- extra aspect of his missus being out mm. does lend it to be that more. But he was very nonchalant about it it's not like he was like mm-hmm, like mr frenchman or something you know what i mean like he was just like almost it almost looked like tossing his hair like um just drinking coffee so what's your thoughts i have two things which i think it might be um so one is the more extreme one i think if he is like a sexual predator it's not actually about sex it's about the power and that would be I kind of want to make her feel uncomfortable to know that she's in my house and that um you know I want to put her on the spot and put her in a really awkward position 
um, whilst involving, you know, sex in some way, and that is flashing her. It's like it's no different from a man opening his coat in the park, you know, and flashing you there. Um, it's just that's a, a dominant thing. So that's mm. my more extreme. Um, sorry, it's someone outside is smoking weed and it's making me high. Stop it, you twats. It stinks. Wow. Um, anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's my extreme sort of one. And that I'm even trying to censor that because I don't even want it to be like, oh, God, Claire, like you, because I don't know, you know, like being a woman, mm. you sometimes say like, I don't know, that made me uncomfortable. People go, oh, can't people just be nice to you? Like, and you don't think that they're like putting you down or that it's a feminist issue. So I think mm. I'm almost trying to censor myself of that, of thinking like that it's a, he's a sexual predator and it's not actually about sex that's just his weapon of choice yeah um or on the other hand i think he's almost doing it in a way that she might come out and go oh hello oh hi and that's mm. how he propositions it or but it's enough that he she can no but it's enough that he can fall back on that's oh true. i was just i was just in the hall and she as she saw me on the way to the hall if she rejects him which she did and she did mm. say you feel me yeah no i actually i think that's really interesting on both sides actually because and because on the one side i do like you're more sort of like you said like the more extreme end if she hadn't then told patience he could have then maybe escalated it like if she had stayed if she had just glossed over it you know um he might have then continued to escalate the behavior mm. um, as well. So that is a really, really good point. And then, yeah, on the flip side, yeah, because especially if he has got a big penis, because then she does say, like, oh, actually, it's pretty big, you know. Um, and even though, actually, I don't think that, a f- like, I pre- I'm presuming, okay, 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 right, let's step back a second. I'm presuming it's flaccid. How are you presuming? I was presuming it was flaccid too. Um... Because otherwise there would be no confusion about what he was up to. This is true. Yeah. So we're thinking flaccid. Okay. Okay. So yeah, because my presumption was flaccid, right? Mm-hmm. So pers- I know as a woman, uh, seeing a man in a white t-shirt with his little fucking, or even big, fucking little flaccid penis hanging out <laughs> is not going to get me going. Right? That's no. not how I'm going to swoon. Um, and maybe there is women that do. I don't think many <laughs> um, I have a penis, penis fetish leave me alone yeah I'm so sorry for kink shaming you honey <laughs> um but yeah so it's kind of like weird but then I know that men are very fixated on the you know as concluded by the fact that they send dick pics all the time you know <sighs> that that is actually something that's gonna like women are gonna look at that and be like oh my god your penis so this Amazing. is my Please dick fuck me instantly exactly yeah. whereas it's not the case so it could be it could be either really it's interesting and that patient then stays with him and is just oh and then like that Kerry gets pa- like packed off and then yeah. imagine if because obviously then we see them later at the party and they're all chummy because she's with that Sean the marrying guy mm. and you just think like so then what if you were then friends and she'd have to sit with him there and yeah. feel uncomfortable like because I would then I know and she, I, I think it's a self-protection thing I think for all women like that you get that sort of and probably all people really let's face it but um 
you know, once something like that would have happened, you'd always be in the back of your mind, like, oh, what if you happen, you know, you're at a dinner party and you happen to be somehow wind up both having a cigarette outside or that would, I would be instantly be like, okay, where are my exits? Where am I, you know, like, yeah. where am I going to go? Where am I? Because like, is he going to do something else that is completely unpredictable? And then also at the same time, whilst telling myself, oh, you're being stupid. He was probably just, you know, trying to fuck you. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, like, I'm sure if he is a sexual predator, I'm sure patience is actually just one of his victims in many ways. Um, but I also think the way that she snapped at Carrie of, like, don't mention it, don't you dare mention it kind of thing at the housewarming party makes you think that actually she's in on it in a way. She's like, don't mm. you dare ruin my appearance. Yes. Like, and that really annoyed me. It's like, you care more about your appearance than perhaps women that your husband is assaulting. Mm. So I think she is a part of the problem, although she's really fucking pretty for her 90s look. You know, she is, because she almost has like a very 90s mumsy look. Yeah, but she's so pretty. She's really pretty. Yeah, but I think she's equally as bad. Like, they're probably like, um, what is it? Myra Hindley. And the <laughs> other one. There. <laughs> eh? And you just leap right off that cliff, didn't you? <laughs> I'm just Wait, that's it. She's probably right. Off they're that. giving Ooh, me those vibes okay. that they're in it together. Oh, maybe. Or maybe she just wants to turn a blind eye, which, you know, um, because it's easier. <sighs> she's got a house in the Hamptons. <laughs> Just yes, like, oh, there's something to get in the divorce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're playing this wrong, girl. Oh, I'm playing. I've been playing my life out wrong. <laughs> a woman called Patience needs three marriages minimum. Oh, for sure. It's like the thing, you know. Have you seen thing that someone ha- says, "I have a paperclip. I'll trade you the paperclip for the pen. I'll trade you the pen for the stapler, the stapler for the piece of paper," and people trade upwards. Mm. That's what she could do. This is just her first trade. Don't stop there. (laughs) Get yourselves higher than Peter. Oh, my God, yeah. Can we just take a moment to just appreciate how fucking beautiful Carrie was when she was telling patients? Oh, she was. Did she have trousers on? Yeah, she had, like, oh, she had, like, the most beautiful, like, loungewear. I thought you'd appreciate the loungewear. (laughs) It was so pretty, and it was just so pale and, like... Her hair was just so blonde and the lighting was just so gorgeous on her mm. that, like, I almost was half not paying attention to the funniness because that's such a funny scene, though, that, honey, did Carrie see your dick in the hole? Dick in the like, hole. It's so, <laughs> like, it's so iconic, especially because, like, when we were going to listen, I said, oh, which one is it? And you were like, oh, episode three, Bay of Pigs. And I was like, is that the one where it's, honey, did you see Carrie's dick? Did, did Carrie see your dick in the hole? Is that how iconic it was? Iconic. Really? Although so like, I did see what the next episode was, and I'm excited because that's one of my favorite episodes. But neither here nor there. Which one is it? Um, where she dates twenty something Sam. <gasps> oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's such oh, a good one. Stay tuned, people. Keep listening. <laughs> that's like one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a good one. He's pretty hot as well. Mm. E excited. <laughs> I love how they talk about it afterwards as well. Like yes, the them. Like how the girls, and that's what you do as well as a woman. You do go like like you said in your intro. You do sort of go and digest it, don't you? Like with your friends and be like, "Oh my god, this happened!" And mm. like, I don't know how it was. Like, and like the conversation we've just had. Like, was it like this, or could it have been this, or could it have been that? I think they dismiss it far too quick, though. Mm. 
see it as like a sexual predator problem they see it as a married people versus single people problem whereas I think it's almost like a feminist issue um that yeah. women like married women and single women united um but hey it's the 90s and um sexual assault doesn't exist no um, sexual assault again it was like the millennium bug you know men got feelings <laughs> sexual assaults began to exist you know it was yeah. invented it was invented um at the it, that, that is the true millennium bug it's applied um <laughs> Shall we play the clip before we go in to discuss it? Yes, please. Okay. Why would he do that? Did he want to have sex with you? I don't know. It didn't feel sexual. Maybe he just wanted to show it off like a monkey. <laughs> so, how big was it? Fresh pepper. Yes, please. Thank you very much. That'll do. Would you like some fresh pepper? Oh, honey, I'd love some fresh pepper. In fact, I think everyone at this table could use a lot fresh pepper. Thanks. Hmm, so I told her I didn't understand why she was so upset and she said I couldn't understand it. I'm single. And what? Single women prowl beach houses hoping for glimpses of their friend's husband's dicks? How good of a friend was she? What's the difference? When someone gets married, all bets are off. They become married and we become the enemy. As the only single lawyer working at her law firm, Miranda had given this topic some thought. You know, married women are threatened because we can have sex anytime, anywhere with anyone. We can? And they're afraid we're going to have it anytime, anywhere with their husbands. I would never sleep with a married man. What makes you so sure you haven't? Wedding rings come off, you know. Face it, ladies, if you're still single, you are not to be trusted. Come on, not all married women feel that way. Charlotte treated marriage like a sorority she was desperately hoping to pledge. You're right. Not all. The ones who don't fear you, pity you. That's not true. Are you telling me you haven't gotten those poor single you looks? No, I hate those. Okay, yes, I have. I hate it when you're the only single person at a dinner party and they all look at you like you're a... Loser? Leper. Or... Exactly. I'm telling you, married people are the enemy. Was Miranda right? Were we enemies? Is there a secret cold war between marrieds and singles? Okay, so you start, because I think you probably have much more to say about this bit than me. Durek. Um, again, I just I think I'm gonna say it every episode, it's really boring, but I love it when they talk. <laughs> like in a group like this, and they're just like da -da 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 -da. I think it's so interesting. Um, I do think it is interesting they then they drop this like that his behaviour. So his behaviour isn't actually coming into question at all. Mm. But I do actually also see it is like literally, I think it's a 23-minute episode or something though. So you know. I mean, they just haven't got time for sexual assault, whatever. <laughs> They're busy women. Um, but I do think it is interesting how the conversation turns to, like, single versus married. Mm. And I kind of get what they're coming from in the way that what they mean is, like, why did she get kicked out? And now she hasn't got a place in the Hamptons to go to. <laughs> she's, you know, she's almost been ousted. And I do kind of see where they're coming from in the way of, you know, as a single woman, you are then, like, it's because you might be able to sleep with her other half. Although it did make me think of, I wonder just in passing what the statistics are about married people sleeping with other married people as opposed to other single people. Because I think that would be as much of a risk if you had two couples and you were really close, like surely they're as much at risk of sleeping with another married person as they would be with just a single person. I don't know. I don't know. Or at least I always think like if they're going to cheat, they're going to find a way to cheat. 
Exactly. Like, I'm not married, but I'm always worried that someone's going to turn my boyfriend's head because mm. I think he's, like, gorge. So I figure, like, other women are gorge. What's to stop him looking and, you know, whatever. So I think it's... I think it's either it's a concern to you or not. It doesn't matter just because you're married. So, like, I don't get why they see that as such a big deal rather than just cheating mm. full stop. Um, yeah, because I'm just always scared people want my boyfriend. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I suppose, I suppose, I suppose, in the way that if you're a woman who is single, you could have sex without consequences in a way that maybe your married friends would have some sort of you know like if the affair blew up then there would be consequences so they're less likely to just do something frivolously but I suppose at the same time that's not that shouldn't be about the other woman or affect your relationship with the other woman because then if you're insecure enough that you're not able to have relationships with people that presumably you got on with before you got married you know um, Mm -hmm. or new people I suppose you meet through work or whatever and you then feel that you can't be friends with them in the same way as you would be in friends with people that are married simply because they sorry I'm gesturing with my hand (laughs) (laughs) Um, but surely that's got a lot to say about the insecurities in your own relationship and they seem to have this as a general consensus for all married people you see uh, like I once accidentally got with an engaged guy (laughs) Mm. um but that wasn't my fault I asked I met him in a club and I said oh so you single you know because I thought it was really fit and we started talking he said yes I'm single and then no I said do you have a girlfriend he said no I don't have a girlfriend blah blah blah. um and then he chased me for a few days after that like I didn't text him I saw him in a club again a few days Mm. after um, and he would come up to me like why didn't you text me so he was chasing me or whatever and then he carried on talking, kissed, whatever, blah, 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 did whatever. And then I try and find him on Facebook and he's engaged. Oh. And I was like, well, he didn't lie because he doesn't have a girlfriend. No, that's lying by omission. <laughs> he has a fiance. <laughs> that's lying by omission. Oh, no, definitely. It was disgusting. I was so angry at him because I felt like it said something about me of like mm. oh my god I'm like a homewrecker or something you've broken the girl code yeah yeah because I would never want to do that to another woman like no. ever um but it did make me feel really bad so I'm like this conversation kind of annoyed me because it's like oh a single woman the enemy it's like we do have morals you know we just <laughs> don't have anyone that loves us <laughs> um <laughs> But it doesn't mean we want your man. We don't, we don't, especially if your man is a sexual predator, we don't want him. Leave us no, we don't, don't want him. <sighs> but I think it just hit a nerve of me because that's, that's the exact thing I was scared of, of the, the mm. fiance finding out and thinking I was the enemy when it was yeah. like, actually, your partner is just an awful human being. Yeah, we're back to the possum, aren't we? Protecting, get off my trash. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to the possum, aren't we? <laughs> this is my trash. <laughs> My trash. <laughs> what do you think about the other aspect of that argument? So they say, um, I love it actually as well, that moment where they go, oh, they oversee you as a... Um... They look at you like a loser, leper, whore. That's it. I love how, I love how they bounce. So they go, loser, love leper, it. whore. Like, I think, I just love it when they do that. I just think it's really I clever. I love it. Yeah, so that how, was one of my potentially best lines, but I knew that I wanted to bring it up here, so I chose a different one. Yeah, because yeah, I want to do mine at the end. Um, how did you feel about the, they either 
a, like scared of you or they pity you how do you feel about the pity aspect of that like of married people like pitying the poor single person I've not faced it yet because I'm still in my 20s so it's kind of normal to not be married yet I mm. think if I was Carrie's age which is what like 35 um and I'm not married then I would definitely probably understand because I'm mm. like hi I'm Claire I'm 35 I am single they'll be like oh poor girl how's your cat no but she's fine um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should pity like in fairness Depends what I want. I know that yeah. I want marriage. I want mm, that's that's the difference, I suppose. Isn't yeah, it? if I'm 35 without a kid, without a husband, then pity me because I pity myself. <laughs> but Carrie, she like she lives in New York. You know, mm. she's fine. She doesn't need pity. She's fine. No, she has her shoes. She has her shoes and her fags and her fags. Exactly. Maybe the pity comes from a bit of like jealousy. I think because like if I had a really great single friend that spent all the money on shoes would be jealous <laughs> more yeah. than I would be like um more than I would be pitying but then maybe that's the whole thing but then you reassure yourself by then being like oh I'm better than you because did you how what did you think of the interviews in this one because I actually think they kind of worked I actually enjoyed the interview bit you know when they went to the women and they're like um and there was that one that was really really mean about like you know if you don't have a partner you'll just like become a stunted like adolescence which is a bit ouch but what did you think because like and the woman also says like I I like instead of I you become we and you kind of just end up like supplanting your whole life for like another person I actually enjoyed the interview section of that bit what did you like it in this context or um I didn't actually pay too much attention to it not gonna lie but from what you said, it sounds like I actually agree with them because I know that one of the things sort of um, that I've noticed about myself and my relationship is that I do rely on Alessandro for a lot. So mm. I have sort of neglected Claire's life, which is yeah. Claire sees her friends. Claire goes out with just her friends. Uh, Claire has evenings just going to Jazz's for dinner, um, which I haven't done in probably like a year. Um, and it's just like... Wee, 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 you know? Mm. And that that's mine. All that's, the way home. Not, yeah, all the way, stay at home, don't do anything. Um, but that's not anything that Alessandro wants. That's mm. what I've sort of done for myself. So yeah. I actually totally agree. But that's only from what you said. I didn't actually pay that much attention to the, um, what's it called? Yeah, because I actually agreed with that woman. Um, I thought, yeah, like that was quite an interesting. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, though. I think it's like anything is in balance. But then obviously I've been with um, my husband for 20 years since I was like 15. So it's kind of like we are, I actually find it really hard to, you know, like I've grown up with him. Yeah. He's like, I've been with him in my life longer than I haven't. So That's a really scary thought. Yeah, like it's like we've been together 20 years and I've only been, you know, and I was alive 15 years before. So I've actually <laughs> been with him more than I haven't been with him for like, so, and obviously I think it, but I think it's a bit of a different thing. Cause yeah, I don't even know. I suppose a certain level of codependency is normal, but we also do have very different interests. I don't know if that helps because like that he's into computing and I'm not. Um, <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and I'm so it's natural that our kind of lives are all intertwined with each other. So I have no idea if that's a bad thing. But I don't also don't think that single people are stifled adolescents. <laughs> that woman was fucking harsh. I was like, ouch, Jesus Christ. 
I do know what you mean about sort of living longer with someone than without because like me and Jazz have now <laughs> almost been in each other's lives as long as we haven't like mm. in like a year or two oh that's so cute you should celebrate when that happens oh my god we shared ha. um so what's the uh, uh, just a notable mention because we I don't really think we need to talk too much about it mm-hmm. those rando gay guys trying to buy Carrie's eggs like that is so random it kind of made me think what you said about Stanford last time that they they paint gay people out to be like sort of too full-on and inappropriate and they don't have social boundaries um and you know and it's kind of like that because you you don't do that okay you don't just bump into a woman on the street that didn't apparently know you for long enough for you to now be married to a man it's Um, true so that makes me she wasn't invited to the like, wedding <laughs> yeah exactly but like oh yeah i haven't seen you since you were straight it's like okay so what was that teenage years was that early 20s that's still 15 years mm-hmm. um to just go oh hey what can we have your egg you know we'll give you money stanford thought that was inappropriate too oh yeah but i'm not saying all gay men i'm just saying there's oh, now yeah, be three yeah. gay men in the show and they've been inappropriate so far so it's and what has that got to do with anything well I don't know you see I think that was again another way of illustrating how as because she's single because they ask oh yeah are you married and she goes oh "Oh, not really and she goes oh no 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 I'm not and they go oh my god if you're not married and you don't have your own children maybe you'll be our egg donor yeah like can I borrow that pencil yeah you're not using that exactly and I think that's the kind of point that they want to make although can we just take a brief pause to appreciate the beauty of Stanford in his fucking outfit you mentioned the hat but oh my god I love his outfit it matches his fucking blazer he has a light blue t-shirt with a nice little white rim oh I thought he looked so cute and I thought Kerry looked cute as well because a jacket and her little like boob tube it's kind of like a cropped boob tube and she had like a tote with flowers in it I was like oh I love you guys I love you guys I thought that was so pretty do you know what I really like the part where she just opens her bag and Stanford puts the card in like (laughs) it just makes me think that like they are on the same page yes um because like that seemed like genuine friendship that they just Mm. knew what to do like I I don't know it sounds silly no I know exactly Um, mean like yeah just put it just just chuck it in because you know I ain't gonna be looking at it (laughs) yeah yeah like I like that it just seemed like genuine friendship there of yes like they had just unspoken cues plus I thought those people asking are stupid because quite honestly like I think you'd be more likely to go through the process in a way of like freezing eggs and shit if you actually were in a relationship or if obviously it would just be if you were close to them or if you were in a relationship because why would you like if you've already got your kids I don't know maybe it's always weird but Um, then also from what you've said do you have a husband therefore do your eggs belong to him they're not your eggs oh do you think it's that yeah yeah. like you're not wanting to yeah yeah because like Mm. you know your female anatomy is the man's well like that like you hear about women don't you like being turned down for tubes being tied because oh but what if your future what if you're like you haven't got the man in your life now but what if you get married and he wants children yeah I saw this thing and I'm sure it's tongue-in-cheek but it shows obviously a bigger issue uh, that Mm. someone on Twitter said um I might be gay but if any woman out there needs me to pretend to be their partner to get their tubes tied I'm available these days um (laughs) 
And that was sort of the first thing that I realised that, what? I would just imagine that, like, mm. I would go to the doctor. I think this might be America, to be honest, but I'm not sure here. Because mm. um, I know the NHS don't really like doing it until you're a certain age or if you have no. a particular reason, like endometriosis or something. Yeah. Um, so right now at 29, I don't think I'd be able to go and go, oh, I don't want kids. Cut them out. Yeah. Without having kids before. Uh, but mm. I don't think they would necessarily ask my partner. Well, they used to ask them to sign a form. I think they used to do the same for sex for me, though. The wife would have to sign a form. That is all kinds of effed up. It really is. It really, really is. Ew. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bringing back from that deep, deep shit of how messed up the world is, okay? Can I ask you a question? Because I hear that you've been to America. I think I stepped foot there. Yeah. Have you mentioned it before? I don't know. Um. Yeah. No. Um. I don't know if I've told anyone, but I lived in America. Okay. Um. So. So. Okay. Yeah. Are ball games for lawyers a thing? Is that things that they do? Like lawyers go and they play a ball game. Like I take it. I don't know what ball game they're talking about. Baseball. I don't know. They were playing softball. I think. Oh. Okay. Which is essentially rounders. Oh my god, they were playing fucking rounders. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it was baseball. <laughs> this is what I love about the English language because we put things in such a different way. Because <laughs> like rounders is rounders like, go you... round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like it's what you play at school. It's like, and even in my school, the boys didn't even play rounders. No, that uh, uh, no, they didn't. I was about to say the name of our school then. Um, yeah, they they didn't they didn't. Um, only the girls played rounders when I was there anyway. Yeah, same, to be honest. Um, so it's even seen as, like, a lame girl sport. I love rounders. Oh, no, 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 I liked rounders. I so, like... As long as they didn't use the proper ball, because they used to hurt our hands. <laughs> what? No, when they use a rounders ball, we used to always say, can you use a tennis ball instead? Because oh. we'd moan. Because rounders ball hurt our hand. Yeah, a, a rounders ball hit me in the kneecap, and my kneecap stuck out. Yeah, I, I got to sit in the nurse's office, like, the rest of the day. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> but I love netball, and I love netball. Before COVID, I was thinking about starting a netball team. Oh my god! Like I would join one where I live because there is one. But the girls apparently like sorry, the girls, the women who play it are meant to be like really competitive, and I'm kind of scared that I'll be really shit. <laughs> oh my god! Let's both go. Yeah, one day when the babies ever grow. So when I can next leave, leave the house, let's go play netball. <laughs> what what position are you? Um, I was goal attack. I'm goal shooter. Mm-hmm. It's because we I had mean... that hoop in the back garden. No, no, I'd pass to you to shoot, or okay. I would just shoot, depending. Don't you fucking shoot? That's the one thing <laughs> I can actually do. <laughs> I'm surprised because you're so little. It's because I just have the way, like, I can't do the long shot thingy, my jig. Like, if I play mm. basketball, I can't shoot from that. I can just do this little shot that I hold it like a baby and just go, Doop! and it just goes in. Yeah. I don't know. I can only do it from straight under, but um, I can do it. Um, but, yeah, back to... But, so, do lawyers ball? play rounders? Um, I don't know, because, shockingly, I wasn't at a lawyer. <laughs> when you went to America, did you not go... <laughs> Did you not go to Harvard and become a lawyer? Uh-uh, honey, oh, no. I was <laughs> under a misinterpretation. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but they do a lot of team building everything is team building and there's a lot of organized activities of like meet on the quad at this time and they have a lot of snow cones so it's like they have a lot of snow cones. What did you notice about America? They have a lot of snow cones. <laughs> it okay, was great right. though. Is snow cones just slushies? Like, as in, are they just like, like, are they just like a, um, what is that fucking thing called that you love and are obsessed slush with? Slush puppies. Is it a slush puppy? No. But just like denser. That's what I always imagined. I was, no, do you know, I always imagined it. No, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, do you remember how Mr. Frosty was meant to work? <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. Um, so there's three lots of the um, icy treats, um, <laughs> and I'm obsessed with them all. So you've got the bog standard slush puppy, which is the little ice crystals and the flavouring, delicious, mm-hmm. right? You've got blue the one's s- best. Blue one's best. Mm-hmm. You've got the slurpees, which is Slurpee. like a f- yes, which is like a foam, and it's like a fizzy icy foam. <gasps> Oh my god! I don't know how I feel about this. And it's it's it literally feels like you've got nothing in the cup, and you get them at like the gas stations and stuff. And you, they're like literally like I don't I can't even say like a liter of liquid for like two dollars, and they come in like the best flavors like cherry. And oh. did you know the flavor blackcurrant is legal in America? What? Why? Don't know, but it is. That's why their purple is great. No yeah okay so right oh i didn't finish my third hang on okay Um, what's your third it's a snow cone oh and the third is a snow cone which is just chipped ice yes yes but it's like frothier ice it's not like do you remember the really old slush puppies that used to get in the bakery and they would just scoop out loads of crushed ice and they would just get the pumps and pump some liquid on top and you'd like suck it three times and the thing would be gone like the flavor Yeah, that's kind of like a snow cone, but they're just right. so much better, and the flavouring is so unnatural that it <laughs> that does it get everywhere. It easily disperses. Yeah, the and you don't. There's no, it. there's no straw. You just eat it like an ice cream from the cone. So weird. Oh, it's so good. My mind is blown. Yeah, it's weird though that like so black is blackberry is illegal yet you can get like diabetes at a gas station for two dollars and that's cool yeah america <laughs> welcome to the land of the free in, in the walmart in bloomsburg walmart there was um kids clothes kids toys uh you know and then there was guns literally right next to it right bloody next to it and there was a pink gun it was really cute did you want to buy it not really too english yeah you're like oh my god this is weird yeah it was it was like fun to look and be like, wow, Americans, what you like. But yeah, so team sports and everything, they just have so a lot it is of a thing. Stuff. Just because yeah. like Ben obviously is like quite corporate and he's like quite, you know, like and he would never I don't obviously but then he, he is obviously IT, so you know, he doesn't even like Christmas parties <laughs> particularly or dressing yeah. up. They could never like at old offices they'd have like a fancy dress party for Christmas. He'd be like Nope, I will wear what I wear. I turn up. I'm not fucking dressing up. Even if it was something easy, like 007, you know, we're basically meant to rent a task. Because he's like, nope, nope, I will show up as I am. He's like, no, 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 I just dress as I dress. Like, you take me as I come. But um, so I could not imagine him like playing rounders with his like friends to get a promotion. But if that's a thing, 
yeah. I was just curious because I was like, oh, is that even a thing? Because it just seems seems very odd to me. But then I suppose in England, what would be the equivalent? Going for a pint? Going for drinks, yeah. That's yeah, what I was about to say. Yeah. I know that my office, obviously not, we don't all mm. do it, but it, like my department, mm. um, we always like go, oh, we should go out for drinks soon. Should we meet down the old town yeah. and have some drinks and go to the pub and, you mm. know, stuff like that. And we'll go sometimes straight from work to the bar yeah um, so and I think that's the equivalent is that yeah or going like... to a pub lunch because I know a lot of like the people mm. they they drive to his work so they, they never can drink but I know that they do like have pub lunches yeah it's team building <laughs> it is so I think that's that's their equivalent of like mm. Saturday should we go down and like shoot some hoops and talk about the de- deposition I don't know I don't know lawyer words uh but going back to the snow cones <laughs> okay we're gonna talk about snow cones again okay can okay just talk about snow cones please? yes we can so i never paid for a single snow cone whilst i was in america right. because i swear bloomsburg uh, must have had like so that was the uni that i went to there they must have had a snow cone cart or something <laughs> and they loaned it out to like every possible group so it'd be like the Jews of Bloomsburg are giving away free snow cones today um come and get your free snow cones between two and three and then it would be come and join the army we've got free snow cones so there's someone like we go can I have a snow cone and they're like would you like to join the army and you're like no <laughs> you walk off your snow yeah, I would get my snow cone and they'll be like will you join the army I'm like I'm English soz and I'll just be like, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> That's like your dream because you are like really obsessed with slush puppies. <laughs> yeah, but it was so good because it was literally two or three times a week. Like, oh they was, they were, I can't remember where it was. It was like just by the quad. Um, mm. And it was in the same position every time. And I'd be like, I don't care who it was. I am not a Jew of America. I am not in the like blind and deaf uh what's it called group but like well they still use the term blind deaf and dumb i don't remember i was just there for the snow cones oh that's horrible if they do i know they did henna once okay they did snow cones and henna and were you like they were like would you like some henna and you were like no no i would just like the snow cones did you ever say yes to something while having a snow cone um no (laughs) (laughs) i asked for two snow cones I don't want to join the army, but can I have to? Do you know what it reminds me of? No, The Simpsons, where like they're somewhere and he's like, oh, I could really use a hot dog. And the guy's like, and she's like, Margie's like, Are you following my husband around? And she's like, He's putting my kids through college. <laughs> That's the fucking snow cone man following your fucking ass around. And he's still waiting for that college fund because you were getting them for free, bitch. But my friend Jaylene lived lived um i had to go past this shop called unimart <laughs> and they had a slush puppy machine and i'd turn up at her house every day with a slush puppy and she'd be like for fuck's sake <laughs> because i would just leave them dotted around her house oh, <laughs> that is terrible house guest <laughs> i knew the code to her door they don't have keys there you know they have um door locks which has a code on it that's stupid yeah so you have a numerical code um and one time she went to poland um, and she lived right behind the bar, and I got really drunk, couldn't get back to my flat, which was about half an hour walk away, so I just let myself into her flat, had a bath, fell asleep on her floor, and then let myself out in the morning, got a slush puppy on the way back. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. What else can you do? 
<laughs> so, did you hear about this? This is this show. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Sex and the City. Okay. No, I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> is she blue raspberry flavour? <laughs> Okay, so coming off <laughs> which is the different types of fucking eyes. I think that's more like frappuccinos because they're just like coffee slush puppy. Claire, fucking Don't start talking about fucking frappuccinos. At the beginning of uh, COVID, I bought a blender oh, so I could make rice alcoholic drinks. And I've got some slush puppy liquid uh, in the cupboard, and I've and all you need is a bit of vodka, slush puppy liquid, and ice, and it's oh like the best. Although the cinema has stopped doing tango oh ice glass, <laughs> but the the bowling alley does them now. She's she's this is a public service announcement. Oh no, Cineworld now does ices, which are really good. They're Thank like you. The, they're like the foamy ones, actually. What I said about. <laughs> I can't believe you're still talking about fucking ice. I don't like the though. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so uh, Miranda is at a ball game. Bitch, <laughs> really forget about the ice. Forget the ice. Pop the ice under his hat. Turn the handle just like that. <laughs> I wanted one of them so bad. We had one. They were just shit. We did it was shit. It wasn't like it was on the advert. But okay, right. So <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast is a ice podcast. Where we talk about all the different types of ice. ice I'm so glad that you were here to listen to this, Jazz. <laughs> Jazz isn't even here anymore. She left. <laughs> she left. <laughs> this is the ice section of our podcast <laughs> where we talk about the ice in the show. <laughs> what was your favourite ice in the show? <laughs> I can't recall any ice in the show actually. When Miranda's in, in labour, they probably give her ice chips. That's so fucking funny. There wasn't even ice in here. <laughs> <laughs> but there was probably ice at the ball game, probably. <laughs> oh, oh no, there God. was ice, there was ice. There was ice. When Samantha gets sick with the flu, she has uh-huh. Fanta orange cough syrup <laughs> over ice. <laughs> it's like a really yummy slush puppy. <laughs> I'm literally crying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't even know how to get get it back to sex and the sea. I didn't even know how to clear it back at this stage. Okay. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. So Ask me about sit. <laughs> ice to whites. How white is Miranda's hoodie it is actually pretty white considering it's probably about 10 years old from when she went to harvard true poser that is fucking true can we talk about sid yes sid creeps me out really i love sid oh you go on Okay, okay. So she seems pretty like game, like you know, like she's all like sweet and she's like, Oh hi and then like obviously Miranda goes tell her, but she's not like, oh, okay, whatever, I'll just go home. She's like, Yeah, I'll play the game, you know, and then when like Chip 
asks her if they want to come for dinner and Miranda's like oh yeah okay and she kind of just looks and is like okay like she doesn't go oh god like oh fine like she's very much like oh okay I can see this is probably quite important to her you know and then like she's going to go like I I actually think that's like you know and even when like she kisses her with like less passion than you kiss your cat um oh I do I kiss her like like I mean it Mm. (laughs) so like and she's like you're, no no I'm not gay and she's like no you're not so I, I don't know I just I thought she was like it was nice of her to even go to the mill because she could have just said no because she knew she weren't gay she knew that she'd only just said yes because it's her boss so she was like in on it it's not like Miranda oh. had been like pretended she was gay and then said to Sid no 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 like you know like she didn't lead her on but she was up for it and I think fair play Sid like that was a pretty awesome thing to do no I wish in a way that um Miranda had I wish in a way that Miranda had said like oh yeah I'm up for it Sid do you want to come and she'd mm. gone yeah okay like that would have been better yeah I would have been more comfortable with that but I don't like how she just went like Sid knows that there's nothing between them mm. and then Samantha just uh, Samantha Miranda just goes um oh yeah yeah we'll go and like Sid doesn't have a voice she doesn't have like it, it just makes me uncomfortable she could have said no afterwards though very she easily have, but we don't know who Sid is that might have made her very uncomfortable this is true but then I can understand Miranda's excitement she's probably just like oh my god I can finally I've been trying to get in with my boss you know and finally like I might be able to go yeah. to his one of these dinner parties so I could get like if I was given that chance I'd probably forget the social etiquette a bit if you'd like and just probably be really excited and be like oh my god I've just got yes yes we'll come yes yes of course you know like yeah I just wish she had gone excitement. oh yeah no that sounds fun Sid and if Sid went yeah all right then yeah. that, I just would have preferred her to be in on it a little bit more mm, if I'm honest, for sure just because I think it's a little bit mean it, no it is a bit it is a bit but then I did also think fair play to Miranda for actually telling her boss after the first time like as in like she didn't like make it go on she didn't like you know she kind of had the meal and then she told the boss but yeah. then how annoying was the boss oh I'm sorry my wife wanted a gay couple like it's something to collect yeah Pokemon. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like he's got the whole set he's oh. got the snow cone he's got the slushy mm. he's got the slush puppy he's got the icy he's got a frappuccino now all he needs is frappuccino and Miranda's gone and cocked that up for him I know it's just rude really <laughs> rude but I just don't know why Sid went to it like what do you find her creepy Uh, there's an actor that I wish I'd found their name and she reminds me of that creepy actor like you know in the film Never Been Kissed yeah briefly I think I might have watched it once he's um, Drew Barrymore's assistant okay Um, no don't remember what's his name Sean Whalen his name's Merkin that's an awful word American. Yeah, Sean Whalen. So that's why Sid creeps me out because she looks like him. Okay. And I just think she's like boring. Like they've had to make another date. So she knows this woman's not into her. And they're like, she's like, okay, yeah, I'll go and go on this date with you. Here's my number. Call me and I'll just stop my life to come to a boring fucking dinner. A lawyer dinner as well. A lawyer dinner, you know, like boring. Mm. but she yeah she, I, I was always under the impression that she could have said no but I suppose if she feels uncomfortable but she could have just not returned her call but um yes. having said that no the her so the friend that sets her up I believe his name is Jeff like honestly like he really fucking pisses me off when she's oh, like no I'm not like Jeff I'm not gay and he literally 
looks down, looks back up at her and said, oh my God, but like, like as in like, you look gay and you haven't seen you the man. She's like, I'm single. And that just really pisses me off. Like she has lesbian written on her or something. Like it's, I don't know, it just really fucked me. No, like, I don't oh. understand. Um, they're just mean to Miranda full stop. Not that there's anything wrong with mm. being a lesbian, but... He's he did say it in a way. No, but like, that's the problem. Oh. It's even bad to lesbians, isn't it? It's like mm. to say that, like, oh, you have to be, you have to look this one specific way, and if you don't, like, like almost like what a lot of women get, you know, like gal pal sort of lesbians that they say that, like, um, because if they're like not what you would typically think a lesbian should look like, they'll just say, oh yeah, they're just gal pals around town. And you're like, yeah, oh, no, I'm looking Um you know so it just it just down does everyone really yeah. fucking jeff Great. such a dick um a burger just came on the tv and <laughs> it reminded me of when you said about a burger the other day of your, yeah your um death row meal i'm imagining it's this burger that i just sent you probably do i have to look at it now because i'm on my notes yeah that's all right okay, okay. so have we got anything more to say about the ball game nope anything more about slushies no okay so, so next we meet Carrie, who is about is at a lunch date with her favorite married couple, um, which I forget their names because they never appear again in the episode or in irrelevant. the whole show. Yeah, they're just irrelevant. They're just there for props. But it makes gets her to thinking: Is she the marrying kind? And I want, and she says, and because she tells them, "Oh, I don't think I'm the marrying kind," and she questions even her saying that. I would love to hear your opinion, Claire. On do you think Carrie? is the marrying kind um i think it no such thing exists um because it's again as we said last episode it's not us versus them Mm. um it's not married women versus single women it's not you are a type of woman you are just a woman Mm. with your own path and this and that and i think like with aiden no she wasn't with mr big clearly she was so I think she's actually just saying that of to make them feel more comfortable. Yeah. Rather, like I'm not feeling stuff. bad. I just don't want to get married. Yeah, like oh no, I just don't think it's me. It's yeah. almost like how I used to be when I didn't think I was smart enough to go to uni. I thought, mm. oh, uni's not for me. I'm gonna do hairdressing. Um, yeah. But that was actually just because how I felt about you know. Oh, that's just like why couldn't uni have been for me it's just maybe i just felt bad that i didn't feel i was smart enough or it was just easier yeah. to say that to other people so they stopped asking me yes know. well no the the easing of say because i know even people that i've known that have like fertility issues for example and constantly get asked oh when are you gonna have a baby then when are you gonna have a baby then and they end up just saying oh i don't know if we will because it's easier than fucking saying, actually, do you know what? I've cried all last week because I got mm. my period and I really mm. thought I, I convinced myself that I was pregnant. Um, and I literally couldn't even go to work because I spent the whole day fucking crying. Um, and I've had more doctors up my fanny than I have had sexual partners, <laughs> um, actually. So, um, you know, like, and sometimes the answer is just easier and in like light conversation to say, Oh, actually, um, yeah, we're just going to have great holidays. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. But I think anyone... But she then questions herself when she said it, didn't she? So that's what I thought was interesting. Well, maybe it's something that, because she is 35 and she is single, Mm. um, maybe it's something she's had to be saying a lot and that's just her go-to. And maybe now it's like the first time she said it in a while 
and she's mm. actually like do I still actually feel like that yeah or is that just true. my go-to response and I just haven't uh reflected on it in a while I actually agree and I think it's so funny because that was literally my viewpoint was that my viewpoint um was that there is no such thing as a marrying kind and that it's about the person and that's actually what I found quite problematic with the whole Sean the marrying guy and they talk about this in other episodes as well do you remember like the interior decorator like decorator decorator yeah yeah yeah. um and gets to the guy that Miranda said had a good window I don't really get that because I kind of feel like if you love someone you would at least be in a relationship with them even if you weren't ready to get married for whatever reason that was whether that was financial or where was that logistical or whatever like you'd at least be with them if you really wanted to be with them unless obviously like there's a war or you know what I mean (laughs) like obviously without you know I mean like I'm saying there might be some circumstances where people generally can't be together but beyond that then like isn't it more about the person and like that's what I really found like problematic with the Sean character as well because it seemed to be like that oh it's about actually just finding a window when that person's ready whereas I really think actually if you find somebody that you really just want to be with you 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 just be with them and I'm not saying that like people never have difficulties never have things but it's just I don't know that was just my opinion just thought about something that I might be almost trying to, too hard mm. but in these early episodes what I've noticed is they're definitely pigeonholing people very like you are the marrying kind you are the single woman who is a whore you are the sad um slaggy woman who goes home and has a sad face on you know um so that that is who you are um whereas in say the movie which came out what 10 years after this Um, And they'd obviously develop the characters a lot better. Samantha Mm -hmm. does say something like, I was just kind of, um, I put you into the not getting married file and I'm going to have to take you out of that file. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like then it's like there are people, people can change. And actually these are the assumptions I've made on you, but they're they're open to change. Mm -hmm. I just thought that's what it was. Whereas here, it seems very much they're like, this is you. (laughs) That's very true. And that's so true. And actually, even how they cast and dress and the whole the core four is very reflective of that. Because you've got mm. Charlotte, who literally just wants the mar- like wants to be the married woman, you know, wants to be at home, wants to have the kids, da, da, da. And then you've got like obviously Miranda, who is the career woman, not concerned about marriage, not concerned about any of those things, just really, really wants to get her career. There's obviously Samantha who just like, you know, yeah, who is not the marrying kind if there was going to be such a thing. Like she doesn't want marriage. She doesn't want even serious relationships. She just wants, you know, to have fun and have a great business and just have a great life. And then obviously you've got Carrie who is the looking for the one, but not sure if it exists or if it's possible and doesn't quite fit into any of the other ones she's kind of the most you don't know which way she's going to go but I think she definitely has a search for the one I think that's one of her main themes isn't it Mm, yeah like it's less about marriage to her I think it's more about her finding the one I don't know that's my interpretation of it what you think no I I agree with you there that and that's what makes me think it's something that she just says Mm. um and that it maybe helps her sleep better at night of oh, well, I'm not married because I don't think I want to be married anyway, mm. you know? Um, and that it's just the easiest thing to say when people ask and it shuts them up and, you know, when actually she's probably like, I don't know, if, if the perfect man comes along, why wouldn't I get married? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's actually what she thinks. She probably just has been mm. saying that all of her 20s 
and now she's 35 she's like oh I don't know anymore actually I'd quite like to have someone to come home to every night so what do you think of the marrying guy of Sean who's obviously the other end of the spectrum so he knows he wants to get married oh I think calm down fella these are (laughs) you can't you don't go to the shop and pick up a woman and you're like oh my god I love that bedspread oh my god this is gonna look so good on my bed there you go that's that's this is what I've been looking for and I'm gonna keep this for the next 10 years perfect that's how he treats a woman Mm. and and he's like will you marry me will you marry me will you marry me he doesn't actually care he just wants one that he's all right with that he likes he wants marriage more than he wants the woman Mm. and that creeps me out it is creepy because i um i found because he makes a little speech not actually in this time because i'm kind of skipping forward but whatever um he kind of makes a speech doesn't he and says like um what do women want like no i say i don't understand women all i hear is you want to get married and then none of you says yes Mm. and i just thought that's really odd that wouldn't you be looking for a person you want to spend your time with but then right so that was my my first analysis was you're an asshole you're seeing women as just like objects that you can like you said like that but you can start into your life like a bread spread yeah but then i thought that's exactly what charlotte is because she's just looking for the man that slits Mm. into that slot like she just wants the man that is good looking rich and of a certain class i suppose um and as long as he fits into that little niche she'd marry him yeah no that's very true so and i don't judge her to the same standard as him and i can also kind of see like if he's got like we saw his asshole friends right like of all of his friends are coupled up and he feels like he's the only single dude and especially if he doesn't really want to be single like you know he wants to have someone to come home to every night he wants to you know have children like i can get that but he's pro- yeah like like you said he just needs to calm down and try and find the right person because like charlotte it might blow up in his face yeah you're you're right because that charlotte is exactly the same and i even sort of wrote in this i forgot the ending again now i'm going forward but i forgot the ending and i thought why is carrie with him surely it's this is a charlotte guy <laughs> yeah. um so yeah but he's just weird like the baby mobile that was weird that was weird weird baby floating heads but um yeah he just he, he was strange and i think it's like fair for carrie to be like oh i'm trying him on but mm. it's also very insensitive of her yeah i thought i didn't quite get that because actually to me it sounded like she was trying him on as if she was trying on am i the marrying kind because this guy wants to get married and i'm like but that's not how it works <laughs> it's not you just find someone who would possibly like has got a window of getting married like that's not how it works you find someone that you just enjoy spending time with each other and then you enjoy spending all of your time with each other and like you know what i mean like well, not all of each other's you know what i mean like you just want to have a life together and then that's what marriage is marriage is just sort of like the seal of approval of let's spend our life together that's how i see it anyway so it seems silly to like i would no one would be the marrying kind with the wrong person or they shouldn't be anyway no because charlotte is in high society like charlotte probably would have had a debutante ball you know Mm. and been introduced to high society and probably like one of those men is who she's meant to marry yeah so i understand with her it's actually marriage is more like almost like the olden days merging of Mm -hmm. families and power um like henry the eighth and all that jazz um but carrie's isn't she's i doubt carrie had a debutante ball Mm. she's not in high society so hers genuinely is i will marry who i love yeah so it's weird that she's thinking of it as 
if it was like Charlotte's business arrangement. Yeah, no, it is odd. And maybe like a thing, like she only did date him in fairness. So I thought that's fair play to her. Because at first I was judging her a bit, especially when she was kissing him and talking about him. Like he's like a DKNY dress. Like um, that, I, I felt a bit uncomfortable then. But then when he asks her to stay the night and she's like, no, no, because I think that's fair enough. Like she dated him. They had like some date. Like what's the harm in that in fairness? Like she just went on a, like, even at the party, she said, we've only been dating a week. So like, what did she see him for like two weeks? Yeah. You know, like that's, I don't think Kerry's that bad for actually doing that. She might have thought, well, why not? You know, he seems nice. Let's just go on some dates. Like, yeah, yeah. But my problem was you enough. don't tell him that you were using him. Because now he feels bad. Like she no, said, she oh, she I was said, I was just trying you on. Well, no, I think she meant we. I was just like trying it out. Like I think she was just trying to put it like in a cute way, but like cute. I I don't think anyone really would say that. I think that was just fit in with what she was telling us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hate the way she put it because I think imagine if I found a guy that I really liked and we'd been going on dates and then you know I introduce him to my friends. And he stays, my friends will go home, he stays here. And I go, oh, you're going to stay the night? And she, he goes, oh, no, I was just actually trying you on. <laughs> that would be so offensive. Exactly. That would hurt. I'd rather him just say, Claire, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm not ready for this. Like, yeah. you, you are a really nice person. And, you know, I, I, you, yeah, you are lovely, but I just can't. I don't think I'm in the right stage of my life for mm. a sort of serious relationship or whatever. That's all she had to say. Yeah, she didn't have to say, true. I was just trying you on. No, but like you said, that was probably just to fit in more with us. Than but it's it mean! <laughs> but it's just so mean. But it's mean. But we, we have defo gone forward, though. Um, so, one thing. Hmm. So they are at the party at this point. Okay. Um, when that woman said to Samantha, his wife, and she <laughs> goes, this is Samantha. And he goes, oh, hi, Samantha, this is. And she goes, his wife. I wish Samantha would have spat at her. Oh. Like, that would have been so good if she had just, like, went. Oh, oh God, no. I would never think of her the same again. Like, honest to God, like, I think spitting. Like, I'd prefer if she slapped her because, honestly, spitting is so gross. Um, it's gross, but sometimes it would have been okay. That was so mean, though. Like, if you're that, if you're that, like, concerned about your partner, then like, you really should be less concerned with your partner. Like, get a new partner. Yeah. <laughs> Break up with his ass. Oh, what's so funny though? When she's like, "I fucked him." His buddy mm. there. I fucked him. His buddy there. I fucked him. Honestly, that was like, I just loved that so much. Like, I just I love, love Kim Cattrall. Like, how she plays Samantha is just like, oh, amazing. She's so amazing. Top notch. <laughs> it's just so funny. And then when she's like, and then when she meets fucking whatever her name is, like Patience and fucking Pete, and she's like, oh yeah, oh. <gasps> He's got a peppermill dick. Oh my god, he's got a peppermill dick. It's just so, so funny. So funny. I laugh at that bit like out loud every time. Yeah, like it's just that's what I mean. I think that's what like even though this this episode isn't necessarily like we don't have big we don't have the big progressions in terms of their story arcs, but fuck was it enjoyable to watch. Mm. Although um, Charlotte annoyed me. When she said, he's mm. going to ask you to marry him. It's like, calm down. It's been a week. It's been a week. But that's because she doesn't read palms. She reads real estate. Which I also found stupid. I didn't like that. Oh, no man on the Upper West Side. 
I d- no, the man has a good job. He was tired of renting and he got a house, like a, a flat. I, it's it's not that deep, actually. Oh, I don't know, because I always thought of it as more along the lines of he might like live in that certain area in that certain apartment because if he was just wanting to spend the rest of his like uh, time like if he's a bit more of a confirmed bachelor i suppose is the term i would need i don't know um like he would probably live somewhere that was like closer to things you know and smaller or you know but like people that live in that neighborhood tend to be like families because it has a school down the road mm. and so now i see what she what she means because i even think sometimes like you can read men by their car <laughs> Yeah. In a way, you know, so it could be like a similar sort of Okay, so I thing. do agree I with know. you a little bit there, actually, but it doesn't mean he's going to ask Harry. It might mean oh, no, that no, actually no. he's over the bachelor part of his life and he might be actually looking to seriously date now in the hope it turns mm. into something. But that doesn't mean it's going to be you. No. Like, no, that's can, true. That's a bit show sure. what phase of his life he's in, but... He he bought this flat before he met Carrie, so I, it's not actually about Carrie, and it's also been a week. It just annoyed me. It was just a bit no, deep. It, was it a gave bit, me commitment issues. It's been a week, Charlotte. Calm your ass down. Mm, yeah. Um. But yeah, that annoyed me. And another line that annoyed me is, "We both slept with him. He's really good, or whatever." That really made me uncomfortable. <gasps> that was cringe, wasn't it? And like yeah. all of his friends being like, "Oh yeah, he's great." I mean, we both slept with him. He's great. And it's like, and she was like, Psh. "It yeah, really made me uncomfortable." But then no wonder he's like trying to just get with any old girl if his friends are so shitty. True that. True that. Get new friends. Um, Sean, yeah. if you're listening to this. Sean the marrying guy, get new friends. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, that's why I just kept calling him the marrying guy in the thing, because I uh, couldn't remember. Even though it's the name of our brother, but hey, freaking ho. Yeah, the next thing. Should we actually play the clip now? Yeah, go for it. I was kind of hoping you'd stay over. Look, Sean, um, I don't think this is going to work. We want different things. You obviously want to get married, and I don't know what I want. You could smell my desperation, right? It's... <laughs> no, no, no. It's just... It's... I was, uh... Trying you on, you know? See if it fit. It doesn't. I'm sorry. I don't understand you women. All I hear is I want to get married, I want to get married, and none of you says yes. What the fuck? I'm so tired of going through women. I just want to get married. I I may know someone who's perfect for you. They started out casual, a brunch here, a concert there, but pretty soon they were visiting China. Um, I always wanted this pattern for formal dining. Are you serious? Charlotte broke it off then and there. It would never work. He was American classic, she was French country. So the next thing is, I don't actually know why she stayed till the end of the night. 
mm. I would have just gone with Charlotte and Sam if I knew I was going to break up with him. What, like, it's a girlfriend thing to stay till the end of the night because you're staying there. Like, I would have mm. left earlier and just probably not spoke to him again. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, uh, are you just suggesting she ghost him? Yeah, basically. <laughs> No, like she might not have been able to. Like her friends might have gone home, and then she maybe she just found it was her. awkward. Like, no, I get that she might have been like felt required to, especially with the pressure of everyone. She might not have wanted to let him down in front of all of his friends if they were thinking, "Oh, they're probably coupled up," and them to all ask, "Oh, where's Kerry gone? Where's Kerry gone?" Yeah, but everyone saw how smashed Samantha was, and like, mm, like true. Charlotte goes up. To- so Karen goes, I need to take Samantha home. She's trashed. And she goes, "Not, you're not even without me. And that's when the peppermill dick thing happens. So she could have just gone, sorry, babe. Oh, like, I've got a guy. Like, uh, Samantha's fucked. So she is so trashed. Yeah, and she could have just gone that's when true. everyone asks. And then she could have just said, oh, no, I'm busy. Oh, no, I'm she, busy. And she could have just message. scribbled a post-it. Like, I'm sorry, I can't. Don't hate mirror. me. No, exactly. Just, just I hate your way. <laughs> just put it in the paper, my bill. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't I hate you (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness yeah he annoys me in this clip because it just makes me a bit grossed out that he says you women you all want to get married Mm. Uh, it's like well maybe you'll have much more success if you stop treating every woman on this planet as if they are just one woman that you press a certain button and something happens. (laughs) Sorry, this this comes from having a geek husband, but like the Borg and it's like the hive mind. (laughs) No? (laughs) No. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like they all have the same mind. It's a collective and they all have the same mind. That's like what women are apparently and the mind Uh, says something and it goes to everyone. Every all the Borg have the same mind. So yeah, like please shout out our listeners who actually understand what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) But yeah, Sean thinks that that women are the hive that are the Borg and that apparently, I don't know, yeah, the way he talked about it probably made me cringe in the way that I don't think Charlotte would have talked about men. Because mm. like that, even when she breaks down, she says, where is he? Where is he? Like, she's still talking about like, where is that one individual? She doesn't say, oh, men. Mm. Like, oh, you know, all they do is want to get their dicks sunked. Yeah. Is she? You know? yeah, she's, she's not like saying, just one man, I just need one man to come up and marry me and I'll be happy, okay? Mm. Which exactly. is what he's saying. He's like, you're a woman, you have a vagina. Parity? Yes. Oh, get married mm. to me. Move in my house. Like, because that's yeah. what annoys me as well, is that he's bought this house. He says, this is going to be the baby's room. Mm. It's like, okay, but have you not thought that if he was to marry Miranda in in this season, is it? I don't know. She buys her own flat. No, next season, she buys her own yeah. flat. So what what would they do? He, why is he expecting that she will move in there? That's true. Although New York is expensive. <laughs> Yeah, but he if he gets with the Miranda, yeah, no, true. then she might want to stay in her flat and he might have to move in there. Mm. So it's just a bit much to plan something that you don't have. No, that's true. And that's why it is slightly tragic, actually. And to buy the baby mobile. That's a bit weird. That's so strange. They, Aspen, that's where you go skiing. Like, I don't know, buy a fridge magnet that's got a beer opener on it. No, don't, don't buy a, buy a fucking fridge bar. magnet. I fucking hate fridge magnets. To be fair, I can't have fridge magnets on mine because it's integrated, which really annoyed Thank me. God, because fridge magnets are awful. I fucking hate fridge magnets. Oh, no, but, like, Leanne got me this dinner plan thing, and it's got um 
magnets on the back and that would have been really helpful but i have nothing fucking magnetic in my i have a really cute chalkboard which is way cuter see i would like that but i don't have anything magnetic because everything's got a stupid cupboard door on it Mm, i hate fish magnets can we talk about how fucking hot sam is when she comes down and proper (gasps) citizens little tommy fucking little irish bellboy i want to be in the middle of them both oh my god same (laughs) (laughs) like i fancy him and i fancy her (gasps) i fancy her so much in this scene she is can i have a can i have a cigarette can i have a kiss yeah oh my god and even he's like concerned he's like oh you're gonna get cold and shit like i think that like i don't know that's like best barely decency but i don't know i just really like it no i really like it I love that, like, when you see him just standing there smoking, you see her, like, approaching from behind. You, they, they like, she's still obviously smashed. And mm. she looks really drunk. Like, the way she walks, she's like... <laughs> yeah, she is, like, all leggy, almost like a like a, like a newborn horse. Yeah. <laughs> no, and also, like, she's also all Cheshire Catty as well. Like, the funny little smuggy, like, look on her face is really funny as well. Oh, she's such a good actress. Oh, no, I love that. I love that she's, like, up stairs and she's got the idea to like <laughs> that when did she get the idea was it when she was walking in and she saw the door doorman and she thought okay he's fit well she just upstairs was like let's go see who i find how if the doorman was off duty how far down the street would she have got in the real question apartment like oh for fuck's sake there's no one out at this time of night <laughs> Yeah, no sign she would have just gone up and masturbated, you know. She was like at a pinch if Tommy wasn't there. I thought it was so funny. And then Charlotte finds them, like finds him there and he like opens the door for her. I think that's just such a funny little thing. He's so oh, oh, excuse me, miss. <laughs> I just wanted and like how he just massively like that little tiny overshare of I am so sorry, I just really wanted to I've been so lonely, I just wanted to feel oh, the touch of a woman. <laughs> like, oh my god. And she's Bobby, she's like, oh, well, I don't want to see you ever again because it's because he's a bellboy. <laughs> like, oh, get, get out of my way. Like, no, I think she was quite nice about it because she said, we won't talk about this again. So I think it's like, look, this would get you into trouble and this makes me uncomfortable. You, like, you have just woken up and she probably pays for his wages, obviously. Mm. And it's like, you are in my house. That is very inappropriate. Let's just, I don't like this. Let's just call it a day. We won't talk yeah. about it. Well, that is true nice. that is good of her to not like bring it up to the whatever it is the Management. board yeah because yeah. he, he would get definitely fired and it is very inappropriate like imagine if i just like found mm. my cleaner in like that cleans the hallways in my flat shagging someone mm. like that's so inappropriate but i thought she was quite nice of like we won't talk about this yeah they're so hot i love sam so much she is the sex in the sex in the city. It might as well be she'd be called like Samantha and the city. <laughs> because she is the sex, really, isn't she? She's the sex. I am the sex. We have the sex. That's the uh, <laughs> French bit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They'll be my MVP that episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Or the little kid that twats uh, carry on the head. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah. Um, <gasps> In this, when he was, like, moaning about women not wanting to marry him. Yeah, so I, I wrote <laughs> down, he's much more Charlotte's type. And then I straight away wrote, oh, forgot Charlotte did kind of date him. Um, <laughs> but I don't think he was right for Charlotte. Like, 
they didn't like the same china patterns which apparently is a big thing for americans (laughs) no i think it's like maybe like his style in general was or maybe she just wants a man that doesn't have style and she does it all because i'm a bit like that like i think it's funny when my friends like partners have decorating opinions and i'm like what men have because like because ben doesn't have opinions beyond like don't make it really glaring like he has <laughs> he has a actual passionate hate for like bright oranges and bright reds like he doesn't even like the color on anything oh. so um beyond that beyond but then I think we both have quite like we're just you know quite minimal ish mm. you know what I mean like we have kind of but I kind of feel like he likes my he just likes my taste as long as it wasn't garish he doesn't care he literally doesn't care so I actually think it's strange when men have opinions about decorating um so maybe it's that maybe she just kind of wants someone that lets her do that I don't know and if he has lots of opinions she's like oh he has opinions about decor oh. like how she feels about bunny and oh, she's like bunny. oh us ruffles um, so what did she say? She was French country. Yes, yeah, so she describes herself as French country, which I don't know if she is French country, but whatever. What does that even mean? Okay, so yeah, well, just imagine like provincial France. It means like antique furniture, creams. Um, yeah, like a lot of exposed oak. Oh, that's like pretty. it makes me think of like a you know a big oak kitchen table kind of. I think French country is a bit like it's Cottage. a bit like yeah, it's a bit shabby chic. Oh, I like that. And she's not really shabby chic though. No, she's just chic. <laughs> yeah, she's just chic, chic. She's like yeah, like very classic. Especially yeah, like maybe for like French classic. Yeah, anything. but maybe it didn't. If if he was American classic and she's French classic, that probably didn't wasn't as good of a line. <laughs> what what was he? American classic. American classic decor. Ooh, that to me says it's much more like that looks like Charlotte's plantation place. house. Sort of but I don't know, it's a different sort of floral. That's what I always thought. It was kind of a bit more like southern twee oh. floral as opposed to like a white plate with like two gold lines on it which I think was what she wanted. And he liked the kind of a bit more like flowery, but kind of, yeah, like he liked the red flowery ones. And I think it was a bit more, yeah, like a bit more kind of, I suppose like the English equivalent would be, yeah, like more cottagey, cottage country, as opposed to kind of um, like modern cottage. You know, you think like modern cottage is like, it takes the old elements and original features, but just like, but everything else is like quite modern and quite subtle and, you know, all those sorts of things as opposed to, you know, country cottage, which makes you think it's a bit more rustic. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's that was my interpretation of it anyway. Oh, I don't know that's a true interpretation, which is mine. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I love Charlotte in a turtleneck, though. Oh, I love everyone in a turtleneck. That is just. <laughs> always a look and I can't you wait can, for it to get cold we, so I can wear my turtleneck were you um were, were you gonna say it's over that's it for the episode oh unless you've got something to say about the cinema well yeah like okay. hello she literally walks hello and um, she literally walks to the cinema and say maybe we're just like the northern island troubles we're basically the same but we somehow ended up on different sides and that just really pissed me off. First of all, because like this was like '98, so that was that's a bit like too soon, <laughs> <laughs> right? One. Second of all, right, it kind of pissed me off that she talked about it the whole way through using the simile of like the Cold War, 
Mm. Yeah. And then suddenly, which is like Russia and America, and suddenly, no, 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 it's like Northern Ireland. And it's like, mm, it's not though, is it, babes? It's not. It's, it's, it's just not. Like, how the feck is it like fucking Northern Ireland? Maybe that's like, just like, they just, just didn't like think it was that out. big a deal. That's just like, you know, something happening to me, me going, do you know what? It's just like fucking Syria. Right? And he's like, no, bitch, it's not. It's fucking not. Like, this mild inconvenience is like the war on terror. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I missed the bus. It's not fucking Syria out here. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, my God. I even feel embarrassed saying that. Do you know what I mean? Like, in this, as in I feel insensitive saying that, even to use that as an example, that's how shitty of a thing it is to say. You know, because like I said, like that it's like '98. It, it was still like you know, wasn't that long ago? Well, yeah, I don't. I don't and she's know. wearing a bandana as well. Sort of point that out. I kind of liked it. Oh <gasps> no! Get out! I, I liked in the day bandanas. I had one in so many colours. I actually had one very similar to the one she's wearing. Um, Mary Kate and Ashley used to wear them, so that meant Claire used to wear them. <laughs> well, of course it. Pedal did. pushers and bandanas. Okay, pedal pushers. That's fine. I wanted them. Denise went out and wore them, so therefore I wanted to wear them. Um, so, do you want to do your best outfit? What was your best outfit and your worst outfit? Because it's kind of mine are kind of related to the bandana. Okay, my best outfit was the man mm. at the beginning in the turtleneck um, during the interviews. You see it? Yeah, I love a man in a turtleneck. <laughs> Men don't wear enough turtlenecks. So, yeah, uh, strong opinion there. And my worst outfit is, is, I've got kind of like two, okay? Okay, okay. So the worst outfit is when Carrie kisses that guy in the street. She's wearing a blue hat, a red coat and a white tee. <laughs> she is, she is. And I fucking can't stand that whole outfit. It just literally looks like she got dressed in the dark. Um, um, sorry, sorry to digress, but does the walk annoy you? <laughs> When she does that walk. What the like swing your hips, one yeah. random leg swings out. Yeah. And then the other random leg swings out. Yeah. Yes. Because when I see her walk like that, it kind of mildly annoys me and then it made me think, I bet that really, really pisses Claire off. <laughs> it does. And she does it a lot. <laughs> she does. Oh, she does. I have um my second tied for worst outfit mm. is just the shirt with the willy hanging out at the bottom because <laughs> there's nothing bad. creepier than no. like a, a man butt naked not creepy a man with a shirt mm. with the willy poking out the bottom <laughs> creepy it is weird it is weird it's like that thing of like a woman can just put like a t-shirt on like and it's like a little bit of bum hanging out even though I think it would be weird if there was just like a little bit of front funny flap hanging out but whatever well, no, I think that would still be cute to be honest <laughs> would it? I don't know funny flap hanging out of a t-shirt is actually quite cute okay okay the, the head um, of a penis <laughs> poking out a little pepper meal just hanging there yeah it is not <gasps> cute it is weird it is super weird <laughs> What's your best or worst outfit? Okay, so my best, I have a joint best, which is Carrie and Sanford walking down the street, just ready to get accosted by any gay gentleman who happened to want <laughs> to have a surrogate egg. Um, so, and that outfit is just so on point and they look so cute together. And I just, oh, I just love them. Oh, it's my microphone. Sorry. Oh, that's how much I love them that I was gesturing to the room. <laughs> 
fucking needs to know I love them. And my worst is that motherfucking bandana. Aww. I'm sorry. I'm not feeling... No, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. I like it. Good for you. Yeah. Good for me, indeed. Good for the bandana. And all the Olsen twins. Good for you. And the <laughs> Why don't you go wear your fucking bandanas? Right. Um, right. What's your best line? Okay, so my best line is, Honey, did, did Kerry see your dick in the hall? <laughs> I thought that was going to be it. It's got to be. I'm sorry, it's got to be. That is, like encapsulates the whole episode for me. <laughs> What's yours? Um, so originally it was going to be Lose a Leper Whore. That is a good one. I love uh, how they jump off each other as well. Yeah. And it's obviously all their own insecurity. Um, and But I wanted to mention that before. So my favourite line is when Samantha pisses herself and laughs at the big pepper mill dick. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. I love how she plays it. Like, And she seems so drunk as well. Like, I totally believe she's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pepper mill dick. Because at oh. first she starts laughing. You're like, is she gonna say why she's laughing are they gonna mm. clock what's happening and then she does <laughs> well that's what's so funny because they're standing there and they're like oh she knows <laughs> she knows and then yeah. she shouts that oh it's so fucking funny love her love her for shaming him publicly he deserved it every moment i'm um, sorry Brene brown he deserved it and my worst line is the guys that say they need an egg <laughs> Hey, I know you want an egg. <laughs> um, my worst line is, "It's like the troubles in Northern Ireland." <laughs> I hate like, how um, Americans cool. say Ireland. It's Ireland. Ireland. Mm. It's not. It's not the best. Mm-mm. It's not the best. And who was your most your most valuable person of the episode? And who was your weak tea? Who was your MVP and your weak gross tea? MVP is Sam slash the cute Irish doorman Tommy because mm-hmm. uh, I love him and I fancy him and he like I think he genuinely is Irish but if he you need to look this up I need to find out <laughs> he looks Irish because he's got those full lips mm. um, that Irish people have so I think he's Irish okay and and Sam just because I love her. Oh, and she is just so gorgeous in that scene as well. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Um, and my weak cup of tea is creepy penis shower and his wife. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. So yeah, that that's mine. What about yours? Um, mine. My MVP is Sid because I thought she was Aww. fucking good for Miranda. She was game. She stayed for the fucking thing. She went to the meal and was obviously entertaining enough that they enjoyed their company and she could have been a right twat about it she could have been like nope but she was game for it you know and i thought that was just really nice thing for her to do so mine is sid's and my um like weak cup of tea is obviously those fucking penis showing people and their supporters that throw their friends out the house instead of their husbands yay Um, no i'm glad it's got to be. Who else could it be? He's Irish. <gasps> Is he? Yeah. What's his real name? Uh, Cole with a K, Geary. Oh, there you go. He's there an actor go. and a writer. Oh, there you go. Better tag him in something. Oh, he's so fit. Is he still fit now? Yeah. He's probably fitter because he was a bit young then. <laughs> um. Okay, now that is done. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got the trivia part. 
Yay! Okay, so I can. It's getting late, so if my brain just stops working and I start just shouting out cheese instead of the real answer, (laughs) just let me know. (laughs) Um, Oh, fuck. Now I find one. Oh, bugger. I've just found one that really fits in with the first episode. Oh, fuck it. Should we do it anyway? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, let's just like break to the wall. Let's make our own path. Yeah. Fucking ever, mate. (laughs) All right. So. Let's have it. Let's fucking have it. You ready, mate? I I fucking am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, I don't have to remind um, everyone of the rules, but I do have to remind Michelle of the rules. (laughs) It's true. Can you remind me to follow them? So. Mimi, this isn't just a Claire quizzes Mimi quiz. It's because <laughs> so if you could please hold your fucking horses <laughs> and play by the motherfucking rules. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, on with the show. <laughs> Number one, who tries to have sex like a man in the first episode? You got it? Yeah. One, two, three. Carrie. In the first episode, what was the name of the hot club? I've got it. One, two, three. Chaos. Chaos. I think it's got a K as well. So. Yeah, I don't know how it's I don't spelled. know. I, I spelt it with a K in my intro. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although, do you know, it's that late at night. I have no idea how to spell chaos. C H A O S? Don't know. Honestly, I'd have to Google it. Cheese? Cheese is my answer. <laughs> Somehow I can still spell cheese. (laughs) Cannot relate. Um, What drops out of Carrie's purse the first time she meets Mr. Big? One, two, three. Trojans Trojans with with the world tip. That's like our in joke of fucking (laughs) Carrie over explaining shite. The reservoir tip. What did Charlotte do for a living? You got it? Like her exact job title. I guess so. (sighs) Okay. One, two, three. Gallery manager? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I work at a gallery is what I was going to say. Let's go look at like work at a gallery. <laughs> what part of her body does Charlotte say she hates? Yeah. One, two, three. Her thighs. thighs. Okay. So carry right. chaos. Condoms <laughs> with the reservoir tip. I didn't um, say Trojans with the reservoir tip. No, it just says condoms. <sighs> condoms. Um, she works at an art gallery. Her thighs. Oh. And chaos is spelled. With a C. C H A O S. A? It's got an A in it. I said it has an A in. Fuck's sake. That's it. C H A O S. Who knew? Me. Who fucking knows? C H E E S E. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I haven't changed it in my tally. It's Mimi has. 10 points cheese with one e has 10 points <laughs> so we now both have 15 we're just going to offset each other's booth drops <laughs> yeah we are let's just both go get titties <laughs> oh that was fun 
I'll take a picture of that. that Fun. Yeah, I'll take a picture of that and put it on the Instagram. Yes, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram where we'll post some fun shit, some fashion, some just what we find interesting about Sex in the City. And we'll also post our quiz um, little cards so that you can play along with us. And it's just at Sex and the Sips T, which is S I M P S T E A. Can't even spell that at this time. Um, and it would be lovely if you just like comment on our shit and just tell us what you think about it because I actually I think it's really interesting to hear what you think Claire about all this shit and actually it'd be really interesting to think what people think of our theories as well I'd be really intrigued to find out and I really want to know everyone's favorite iced drink (laughs) (laughs) so is it a frappuccino Mm. is it a slushy slush puppy icy slurpy snow cone let me know and with that note, much love to you. Love to the <laughs> eyes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. We'll be hopefully doing one for every single episode of Sex and City. So please subscribe so that you know when each episode comes out. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which is at Sex and the Sips Tea, which is S I P S T E A, where we're going to sh- put on all of the outfits we talk about um, and the scenes. And we want to know if you agree with us or if you really don't agree with us and what you think about some of the big questions that we have about Sex and the City. So come and join us and let us know. And we have really enjoyed doing this and we hope that you enjoy listening at least 10% of how much we've enjoyed it. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. But going back to the snow cones. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about snow cones again. Okay, can okay. We just talk about snow cones. Please? Yes, we can. <laughs>